Morning, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful day. We continue with left off Rish Hashanah, the first chapter. Hey, Amid Aleph, fifth page on the top. And the, so we learned a five-way argument. When do you violate the prohibition? You're not allowed to be late on your donation, on your promise to the, to the temple, on your carbon. So the rabbis say that when you pass three holidays. Shimon which is also our Mishnah follows that opinion, says it has to be in Thiest, three holidays, it has to be in the right sequence. Starting with Pesach is the first, Shavuos, and then Sukkot. So sometimes you can make the oath, if you make it on the Omer, then you have five holidays till your deadline, because you didn't start with Pesach. So you have Shavuos and Sukkot, then you start Pesach and Shavuos, and then the last Sukkot, if you, if you, if by that Sukkot you don't bring it, then you violate the prohibition of Adon. Then you had a mayor's opinion who said one holiday. The first holiday. Elizabeth and Yaakov said two holidays. Elizabeth Shimon says Sukkot. The mother brought where each one learns. And uh, then the mother asked, according to the mayor, according to the mayor and Elizabeth and Yaakov, they only violate, you don't need all three holidays. So the others who said they need three holidays, they said they learn it from because it says. It says in, in, in Deuteronomy and Parashas A, it says over there that you should celebrate the three holidays. And then it repeats. Shalosh Pam Bashana, three times a year, you celebrate the holidays and it repeats. Chagamatel, Chagamatel, why do you have to repeat it? So he's coming to teach us about the prohibition of don't be late. When do you violate the prohibition of be late? Only three holidays. But according to Anna Blazab and Yaakov, that only one holiday or two holidays you already violate the prohibition. What do they do with this Pasuk? The mother says you need it for something else. This Pasuk is here to teach us, not to teach us about this addition or this extra repetitive uh, addition. Is not coming to teach us about the prohibition of don't be late. It's coming to teach us something else entirely. That you can make up for Shavuos, you can make up for all seven, you have six days after the Yantu to make up for the sacrifice. A Jew, during the three holidays, every Jew is obligated to bring a burnt offering, an oilisidiyah. A person is obligated to bring, we're going to learn it, the whole tractate of Chagiga is obligated to bring a peace offering. If you don't bring it on Yom Tov, you have the next six days to bring it. So you can bring it on, on so Sukkot, you can bring it the whole the next six days. Chalamite Sukkot. Pesach, you can bring it the next, the next six days. But Shavuos is only one day holiday. No Chalamite, so maybe it's over. After Yom Tov, it's over, it's done with. So that's where the Pasuk juxtaposes comes to teach us that just like Pesach you have another six days after the Yom to make up altogether you have seven days to bring the sacrifice even Shavuos you also have Mara says why not why do you learn from Pesach and not from Sukkot Sukkot you have you have, seven, you have, you have, uh, you have another seven days because you have Shemini Atzeres also so he says the fast the Meruba like the fast whenever you have an option of, of taking something smaller or grabbing something more always wise to grab something less because that's that you're certain that's for sure if you if you're wrong but what you took is not wrong but if you take too much and you're wrong and what you took is wrong you know you had no so yeah so better compare it to Pesach so you have six days to make up after the um, instead of saying you have another seven days to make up. Okay. so if the Pasuk is coming to teach me this and says why, why do you have to have Sukkot why the Sukkot is coming to teach me I don't, why does the title mention Chagas Sukkot because it needs to teach me that just like 
Pesach, Hagam Matzis, you have six days after the Yantu to make up to bring the sacrifices, the obligatory sacrifices. Also, is also the same. Why is he bringing, why is he even mentioned Sukkot? So he said, he's coming to teach us that just like Matzis, Hagam Matzis needs, you have to sleep over, sleep over overnight in Yerushalayim. We're not talking about the first night, the Seder night. Surely you have to sleep over because the next morning you have to bring your sacrifices. But even after Yom Tov is over, that night you have to sleep over. No, you can only leave the next day. If you're ready, brought, brought, brought all your sacrifices, you can bring the next day. So to Sukkah is also the same thing. But Sukkah is, you can sleep over and you have to, you have to sleep over and, and, uh, and, um, and you can only leave, leave the next day. Um... Question is, Taisus ask all sacrifices you have to leave. When you bring a sacrifice, you have to sleep over. Any sacrifice that you bring. Since you're bringing the first day of Yom Tov, you're bringing your sacrifices. So anyway, you have to bring, you have to sleep over. Why, why would I need a special teaching for Sukkot? So Taisus wants to say that maybe what he means is Chagamatzes. That it's all considered like like one yamtif. So you have to sleep over for all seven days. But he wants to learn that the Chiddush here is that it's considered like one long day. That's what we learn. By Sukkot is also, in other words, by Pesach is a Chiddush, different than every other carbon. Every other carbon, the day you bring the sacrifice, that night you have to sleep over, you have to fabring. You don't just leave, you know, do your sacrifice, fill your obligation, and run away. You have to fabring, you have to soak in Yerushalayim, and the next morning you leave. That's true of all sacrifices. But the, the novelty, the innovation is Pesach, that all seven days are like one day. And that's what we're learning also. Sukkot is the same. That's what we learn Sukkot from Pesach. That you have to sleep over. You have to be a whole Sukkot. You don't just come to the base of Migdash and you run away. Okay, I come, did my sacrifice, but I'm going home. No, no, no. You're ready. You're sleeping. You're sleeping over the whole Sukkot. Okay. We're so up to the third line. Page Who say that we need this Pasuk this extra pasuk, this re- redundancy to teach me that the prohibition of don't be late is three holidays, only if you if you if, if three holidays pass. Where do you know the, this law? That Lina, where do you learn this halacha? Where do you learn this halacha that you have to sleep over in Yerushalayim and Sukkot, just like just like by by Pesach? And also, where do they where do they know the law that uh, that you have another six days to make up for it? Tashlumin latzadis minolam. Where do you know that you can make up for for shavuos? I need this pasuk to teach me something else entirely. So where do you know? Where do we learn from the idea that once you would think logically, once Yom Tov is over, it's over. You can't make up the sacrifices. It's like once the sacri- the day is over, it's no longer Yom Tov. 
Pesach, you can understand, because it's still Pesach. Pesach is seven days. Sukkot is seven days. But here, Yom Tov is over. It's one day Shavuot. So where do I know this from? He says, Nafkele, we learn it now. Metan Rabba Bashmo. Rabba Bashmo learned Tan Rabba Bashmo. It says in the puzzle, and then sanctify the new moon, the new month. And then the Torah tells us to count 49 days and then to sanctify the 50th day becomes a holiday of Atzeres and bring sacrifices. Special sacrifices, just like every month. You count the days of the month and then there's Rosh Chodesh and you have to bring a special Rosh Chodesh sacrifice. The Torah also tells us count days and sanctify Atzeres. So, just like the Chodesh. Just like the Chodesh. Just like you counted days and you sanctify a day. So here you're counting weeks. The Tater says not only to count the 49 days, the Tater says you have to count seven weeks in the Omer. That's why we count, we mention the weeks and the day. You have to mention the days also, you have to count the weeks also. So just like you count the weeks, so when you sanctify, you have to sanctify your entire week. You, can't, you counted a week, so you also have to sanctify a week. What do you mean? It's only one day yomtiv for the sacrifices. You have seven days, including the one day yomtiv, and then the following by six days to make up the sacrifices to fulfill your obligation for the yomtiv. So this is a hiddish. Yeah, yeah, that's how we learn it out from. No, you counted, and then how does it work? When, which day do you decide the chaydish? So you have to count twenty-nine days, twenty-nine and a half, and then the next day the chaydish. Here the chaydish says count forty-nine days, and then the, and then the fiftieth day is yamtiv. So just like rish chaydish follows the days that you count, so we sanctify a day. You count it for thirty and twenty-nine days, and then the thirtieth day, the thirty-first day, becomes rish chaydish. So too you counted, you counted seven weeks. Taylor tells you the Omer. You have to count seven weeks, and then after seven weeks, the fiftieth day is the Yamtiv. So just like the, you follow the counting, you're counting a week, so you're also counting a whole week is Yamtiv. What do you mean it's Only one day? A whole week is Yamtiv regarding the sacrifices. So you have all week to bring the obligatory sacrifices for the Atzeres. Right? So he says. He says. He says. No, but you're counting 49 days. So just like the Shredders. So it should only be one day. You're not only counting days. You're right. You are counting days as well, which is like the Shredders. But the Torah says you have to count days and you have to count weeks as well. So you also have to, have to, have to say that you have to follow a week. You have to count both the days and the weeks. In addition, in addition, Chagashvuas Ksiv it says the holiday of Shavuos. The Torah calls it Chag Shavuos. Shavuos means a week. It means it's a full week holiday. 
we're not proving that No, no, no. He's not talking about Lina. Right. He's not talking about Lina. He doesn't have, Why doesn't he ask, where do you learn Lina from? Are you allowed to bring a carbon pesa during the holiday? You can't. You don't have seven days to bring a carbon pesa. Pesos in the kvila. It has a set time. So how can you say? Going back to the brayse, the brayse on the bottom of dalad amadalad is listed. That if anyone who took upon himself the, his evaluation to dedicate to the temple, or the value, or the, he excommunicated something, or he sanctified something, or his sin offerings, or his guilt offerings, or his burnt offerings, or his pizza offerings, his tzedakahs, his maizahs, Bechor, Maizah, and Pesach, you have three, so you have three holidays to bring it. He says, holidays, Pesach, what are you talking about? Pesach, he, 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 you can't push it off. Pesach, you have a set time when you have to bring the carbon Pesach. If you don't bring it, it's done, it's lost, it's over. You have to bring it the day before Pesach in the afternoon. That's the only time you can bring the carbon Pesach. And if you don't bring it those few hours, you're, it's over. <laughs> Game over. You don't have any time to make up for it. <laughs> so my Pesach, so he says... Um, so he says, Pesach bar mikveh b'degolim or Pesach zimne kavila. It's a set time. If you brought it, it's good. It's too late. I'm Rav Chizda Pesach kedin nasba. Pesach he just he lists. He makes a list. He throws in Pesach. But you're right. Pesach doesn't belong in that list. Pesach uh, doesn't qualify. All these other things, you you have time to make up. You have three holidays before you violate the prohibition of don't be late and you can still do it here yeah. Pesach you don't have that uh, you, don't, you have a few hours to do it and otherwise it's lost the window is closed shut down so he just he just throws him he just mentions he's mentioning this whole list he, he, he threw in Pesach but really Pesach there's no reason to include Pesach in this list huh. says no my Pesach shall me Pesach a Pesach that you didn't offer as a carbon Pesach you designated an animal as a Paschal lamb right you didn't offer as a Pesach. So what do you do with this animal? You can bring it as a peace offering. That's what he means. A Pesach, an ex-Pesach. But now, now it's a peace offering. If that's what, the, that's what he's referring to when he says Pesach. He mentioned Shlomim, peace offering. Yeah. What's the difference how the peace offering came about? Who cares that it came about because it once was designated as a Pesach. The time passed and now suddenly it turns into a peace offering. I mean, why does he have to list it separately? So he answers, No, he has to list both. He has to teach me a regular peace offering, and he has to list, teach me a peace offering that comes about as a result of what's once being a paschal offering, and then the, the time passed and it turned into a peace offering. Why does he have to list both? I mean, I would think, Oh, you'll send some Machmas because we continue on side B, 5B, Kepesodam. I would think that since it originated as a Pesach carbon, a Paschal carbon, therefore it should be treated like a Pesach. That the first Yom you should violate the prohibition of don't be late. 
In other words, if you found, let's say we're talking about a, a Pesach offering that was lost, and therefore you have to bring another Pesach offering, then you found it. So what do you do with this animal? It turns into a pizza offering. So if you found it before Pesach, let's say you found it right before Pesach, you already designated another animal, you slaughtered another animal, right before Pesach, it shows up. <laughs> So you have to sacrifice it that Pesach. Since it came from Pesach, so you have to sacrifice immediately that Yamtiv. Otherwise it's too late. If you if Yamtiv passes, you know, you violate the prohibition of not being late not being late. So that's why Kamash Balon, no, you have three Yamtivim. You don't violate the prohibition. Your deadline is Three holidays, even even in this case, even if you find the find the right of a yamtiv, and it comes from a pesach, so you would think that pesach you have to bring it. No, I I, I don't violate the prohibition. Doesn't kick in till after three yamim tayvim. Pesach shavuos and so. Imara says, "Minanimili, how do we know the time that How do we know that you violate baltachan and all these mitzvahs that he listed in the brayse?" Baltach is seemingly talking about sacrifices. How do you know it's talking about things that you excommunicate that you give to the Hashem or to the to valuations and all these other things? And trumas and tzedakas and maizras. Because the Rabban and the rabbis learn. The Tan Rabban and Kisida Neder. It says in the Pasuk. It says Kisida Neder in Levitic. It says in, in Deuteronomy. When you make an oath to Hashem, you can't be late. Because Hashem is going to demand from you and it's going to be considered a sin. How do we know an oath? How do we know an adava, a donation? What's the difference between an oath and a donation? Barry, what's the difference between an oath and a donation? A sacrifice that you donate or a sacrifice that you took an oath to bring? Donation is voluntary. Donation is voluntary and therefore it's only this animal. The animal dies. I don't have any responsibility anymore. An oath is on the person. So if the animal that you, you set aside dies, you still have an oath. You have to make sure to bring the sacrifice. So, but the Titus says, speaking about clearly about a, uh, an oath, not a donation. How do we know the same law would apply with a donation? That if you donate a sacrifice, you can't just leave it in your house for years and years. You have a deadline that you must fulfill your donation. Here it says neder, and then we find we find in the pasuk in Leviticus it says neder in the dava. The Torah juxtaposes and compares an oath to a donation. So too, when he says neder, he means also in the dava. It includes also in the dava that even a voluntary sacrifice, you also have to the volunteer to bring. Also, you have the deadline of three holidays. Then the Torah says, if you're going to make a nether to Hashem, this comes to include anything that's to Hashem. If you say, I'm giving the value of this person to Hashem, it's or I'm evaluating the error, or the Hashem, and I'm excommunicating and giving it to Hashem, or, or I sanctified it to the temple. All of this belongs to Hashem, so it's included in the prohibition, don't be late. Don't be late. You only violate on it, on it, but not on its substitute. The mother will explain. What's he coming to exclude? What do you mean the substitute? Then the pasuk continues. Hashem is going to demand it from you. 
Elo Chatois is coming to include the sin offerings, Rashamas, the guilt offerings, Elis, the burnt offerings, Shlomo, the peace offerings. Rashamas is going to manage from you. Also, don't be late. Again, he says, You made a pledge to the Chabad house. You made a pledge to give tzedakah. You have a, there's a deadline. You can't just push it off and push it off and push it off. You made a pledge. You have to fulfill it. And also, the tithing, you also have to, an obligation to fulfill, to fulfill those pledges. Chaisvis asked about Meiser tithing. We learned that there's a chiv of beer on the third day, at Pesach, the third year. You're obligated. That's your tax deadline. That's when you have to give all your trump meisters. You have to make sure, and then and then you, you say to Hashem, you divide the You do the vidu, You say to Hashem, I've given all my all my tzedakas. I've given all my meisters. I've taken care of business. So here we're saying after three holidays, they were saying once in three years. Taisu says that there we're talking about if you've never separated yet. You have the yield and produce, you didn't bother to separate. So you're obligated to make sure to separate. Here we're talking about if you've already separated, once you've already separated the mice and it's sitting in your house, then you have a deadline of three holidays. Or if 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 you don't, if you didn't pass three holidays, but, but you have you have shenazah beer the three third year, by then at a pace of the third year, you have to get rid of all the all the all your meisters. Okay. So he says the part continues. Also the b'chor, you have to bring gift to the koyin. Also you have that obligation three holidays. Mi'ima from you is a lekker chikropeya. Comes to the teacher. Even lekker chikropeya, you also have an obligation to leave in the, to, uh, to make sure to, to leave in the field. Right, so you have three holidays to make sure that you leave your lekker chikropeya. Leave it in the field. Really, leave it in the field. What if you went ahead and took it? And then you're obligated to return it. So he says your deadline to return it to the poor person. Says even if you took it and stand, you make baked bread with it, you have to make sure to give it to the poor person. You know, you have to fix it. So the time to fix the deadline to fix your mistake of taking it is three holidays. So that's what he says. Mi'imach comes to include like a You will have a sin. You will have a sin, but the carbon not. In other words, even if you violate the prohibition, it's still a kosher carbon. But you violated the sin. You passed the deadline. We're still going to take your taxes. <laughs> We're still taking your carbon. But you have a sin. It's not like it's, not dis- it's disqualified. The carbon is not disqualified. You violated the prohibition. Okay, that's the price. Oh, my, the master says, You're not allowed to be late to pay. But not a substitute. Prohibition is only it, not for a substitute. What are you referring to? What do you mean by substitute? If you mean you make a substitute for an Eilish Shlamim, if you make a Tumura, you have to bring it as a sacrifice. The substitute also has to be brought as a sacrifice. So therefore, it's, it's its own sacrifice. So, so it has the same laws of Balta Acher. 
So of course, of course it, it, it's included in the prohibition of don't be late. It's a sacrifice. If you lost the sacrifice, a sin offering, and you brought another sin offering, then you find it, then you have to, it has to die. It's one of those, uh, those five sin offerings that we learned from Moshe at Sinai, that, that uh, it has to die. So, so, of course, you're not, what do you mean, don't be late? There's no late, he's going to die. <laughs> is referring to the substitute for a, a thanksgiving offering. we learn here, a thanksgiving offering that got mixed with its substitute. and one of them died. So I can't do anything with this with the remaining animal. Why not? What, what should we do? you want to offer as a sacrifice? And bring the breads. The, the Thanksgiving offering had to bring 40 breads, 30 chalas, 10 breads. And the bread had to be real bread. It's one of the only exceptions in the temple, which was made of leavened bread. Everything else in the temple was like matzah. So if you're going to if you're gonna bring the sacrifice and bring the bread with it, you can't do that. Why? Dilma Tamuri. A carbon to a tamura, maybe this is the remaining sacrifice was the substitute. And the substitute you don't bring bread. to offer it without the bread accompanying bread, Maybe it's a Thanksgiving offering. So you have to have the company bread. So what do we do? Oh. So therefore, that's what he's saying that here, since he that, 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 so, so therefore you can't this is not included in the prohibition, don't be late. Because he can't offer it as a sacrifice. But as since it's love, since he can't offer it as a sacrifice, why do we need a pasuk to exclude that it's not part of the prohibition? Of course, I know that because I can't offer it as a sacrifice. I don't have a choice. It's really coming to exclude the tamura, the, the substitute for a burnt offering and a peace offering. Why then isn't, isn't it included in the prohibition of don't be late? Two holidays passed. And then, then it became defective. In other words, the, the original oil, the original shlaman, the original burnt offering, the original peace offering, two holidays passed. You didn't offer it, and then it, it became defective. And you, des- you cons- deconsecrated it on another animal. So that's what's going to happen. And now the, the animal that was, de- that was the new animal that was consecrated to substitute the other animal, not as a tumurah, but as a chilul. Tumurah means you want to substitute and then both are holy. Chilul means one is deconsecrated and now the other one took over, you transferred. Chilul means you transfer the holiness from this animal, from the defective animal. It was once holy and now became defective. You, you transfer the holiness to another animal. And now this animal becomes deconsecrated. This animal becomes holy. And now one holiday passed. So I would think, I would think, since this animal is a, is a uh, transfer from the holiness of the other animal. So therefore, she counted as if three holidays passed. I should include the two holidays that passed over the original one when it was still holy before it was defective 
and was still worthy of being a sacrifice. Two holidays passed. Then it became defective, and now you transfer the holiness, so this should be a continuation of the previous holiness. So now I should say, three, three holidays passed. This is your deadline. You must bring this animal at this holiday. So that's why Kamash Malam, that's why the Pasuk is coming to teach me that when you transfer the animal, it's a new, a new counting. It's a new count. You have a new deadline now, a new three holidays. It doesn't, we don't transfer also the uh, counting of the previous, of the, of the original animal. No, it's a new counting. I wouldn't know that on my own. That's why I need the Pasuk to teach me that. According to that mayor, that mayor holds that any animal, <laughs> even a new animal, uh, even a new carbon, you only have one, one holiday. So what's the pastor coming to teach me? He, he can't tell me, coming to teach me that, that I would think it's a continuation. I don't think it's a continuation. You violated already, already one of the first holiday. And if the first animal you, you left over to a holiday, you already violated the first animal. So what, what's the puzzle coming to, coming to exclude? It and not its substitute. You know what we're talking about over here? <laughs> the animal was a kosher animal ready to be offered. And yes, you only have one holiday, but you have a whole holiday to do it. In the middle of the holiday, it became defective. And then he transferred the holiness to this new animal. And then the holiday passed and he didn't offer it that holiday. It's as if the entire holiday, you violate the entire holiday and you violated the prohibition of don't be late. No, since it's the middle of the holiday, you need, even according to May, you need an entire holiday. So now we're starting a new count. You have to wait till the next holiday. He gets reset. So now he has till the next holiday to bring it. Okay. It says, That the animal is not disqualified. The sacrifice is not disqualified. The peace offering, the sin offering, whatever it is, guilt offering is not disqualified. You, you are disqualified. You violated the prohibition. But we learn it out from somewhere. We learn it from here. We learn it from, we learn it from, from what Achedim learned. Tana learned Abraisa. Achedim refers to Rabbi. I mean to Rabbi Meir. Achedim Meir. Yachal ye b'chayr. Sha'avr shnoseh. I would think. A b'chayr that passed its year. Taita says you have to offer as a sacrifice within the first year. What if the year passed? It's over a year old. So I would think it's like Psuliyam Mikdashin. The apostle. It should be counted. Considered like. Um, a holy sacrifice that became invalidated. I can no longer offer it as a sacrifice. You should eat before Hashem the tithing of your of your corn, of your of your um, of your wheat and barley, whatever. Your wine, your oil, and the firstborn of your cattle, and the firstborn of your sheep. So Mark is Bechir Lemaisa, the Titus juxtaposing Bechir firstborn to tithing. Ma Maisa Niv, Shem Rishon Lechavet, even though ideally you should bring a sacrifice, it should be Maisa from that year to that year, but if not, if you don't, if you don't, 
you can still bring it at the end of three years. You can bring all your mices, even though ideally you should give it the same year. It does not become disqualified from one year to the next. So why do we need another pastor to teach me the same thing? I already know that. That even though you violated the prohibition, don't be late, the animal, the sacrifice is not disqualified. So says, it's, I need both. I would think, maybe it's only Bechayr. Bechayr is not, it doesn't do anything for the, for the owner. It's not an atonement. It's not a gift. It's an obligation. So there, the Taita says, you, have to, you can offer your obligation even after the, even after the deadline. But here, here, the purpose of the sin offering is to, is to, is to achieve atonement, the guilt offering achieve atonement. The, uh, the burnt offering is to give a gift to Hashem. You want Hashem to like you, to be pleased with you. How about, and the shlamim, the shlamim is to give thank you to Hashem. You want, you know, you want to express the thank you. So therefore I would think, if you're violating Hashem, you're trying to achieve atonement. Hashem told you, don't be late. You violated the deadline. You expect to achieve an atonement. You should get a slap in the face, not an atonement. So that's why Kamash Malon, I need a Pasuk to teach me that the sacrifice is acceptable. We'll stop over here to be continued.